technically it is in silence now. Oh, <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, most podcasts have order and structure. This is what happens when the pop culture pod takes off over the Yeah! I'm Carl Rowland, and my co-host of this show and my partner in crime, Dan Chapman. Hello. Uh, joining us on the panel is the quietest panel we've ever had. <laughs> both, 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 first time on the network. Some call him the druggy Seth Rowland. Other people call him DJ Bunches. Some call him, what are you doing in my house? <laughs> <laughs> but it's Charlie Yardine. Yeah! And the only and the only person to be on all three shows on Off the Reels uh, on on the Dave Thomas podcast network, should I say, and returning guest to this show, Joe Riccardi. Yay! And Coke. Joe Riccardi and Coke. Um, I'll hand it over to Dan for the news. I believe it's what we call the news, kids. Yes. Now I'm I'm relatively new to this, and I apologise profusely to begin with, Tom, because I'm not as polished as you are. I'm going to speak to Tom as if he was in the room even though he's not. We do miss Tom, but it's lovely. Yeah. So I want to start off with the news. One of my favourite pieces of news that's been reported in the past couple of weeks, and I find this just brilliant. The Queen is to show in Fast and Furious. I think you mean Helen Mirren is going to be... Sorry, I do apologise. <laughs> Helen Mirren is going to be in Fast and Furious. So Fast and Furious 8 or Furious 8 or Fast 8. Fur- furious 8 or Fast 8 or yeah. Furious Fast 8, 8 yeah. Fast Furious. Whatever, whichever way they do it. So wacky, she's wacky races. Yeah, wacky races. She's going to be in wacky races. So what? She's Penelope pit stop in this. No, she's not. She's not driving at all. She's not touching the car. She's not touching the steering wheel, and she's apparently very annoyed about it. She's already <laughs> laid some slang down to the rock. Yeah, but that, but she's done action movies. It's not unheard. Yeah, of. this is unheard of. But I find it ridiculous that somebody of such a height of acting. We are so teaching this like a pop culture pod as well. <laughs> but I, I do apologise. But so it's Helen Mirren. <coughs> she's kick ass she's you know she had a go at people doing a drum circle outside of her being on the stage show <laughs> what's she doing in Fast and Furious she right so she I'm pretty sure the words pay and check come into this mm-hmm. equation uh, maybe maybe it's just for the money but I like the idea that maybe she's trying to elevate it you know maybe she's <laughs> trying to bring it to bring a higher some, standard bring some higher class to <laughs> Fast and Furious which is, let's face it ain't gonna happen no, but she, she is quoted as saying is that unfortunately I don't get to drive in the movie which is a shame as I'm the only one of the few people on set who can drive a manual car much better than The Rock she's <laughs> <laughs> actually laying some smack talk down to The you Rock know, you, you know that she's most probably on set they've got two cars petrol duck ready to go day, end of day filming The Rock versus Helen Mirren in mm. a drag race I just oh, think that this might fantastic. be the all my money on Helen Mirren yeah <laughs> I just think this is their version of the star in a reasonably priced car. I think it's just <laughs> I just like, do you know what? Fuck it. Seeing as there's so many little people here, we're just going to open it up. You're all on the show. You're all on the show. Yeah. Yeah. So if you've got an opinion, just shout it out. Yeah, so what guys. do we think? Do we, is, is this bonkers casting, like out of far field, or is it some kind of sly cunning plan to bring it up into the views of critics? Charlie, or? what do you think? I don't understand why she's in the film, to be fair. Like, just why? You can elaborate on that. You can elaborate that. Much. <laughs> I mean, there's, there's a few more words you could use, perhaps, maybe. Let's think. Adjectives, Charlie. Thank you. Let's think. He doesn't need adjectives. Let's think. It's like a bit. Helen Mirren's always been in some of films like Queen, Academy Award-winning films. Why is she in Fast and the Furious? Yeah, but for every oh, yeah. but for every Queen she's done, she's done like Red. Hey, Red <laughs> had some good points. Red? John Malkovich is marvellous. Yeah. 
Yeah, but they state earlier on in the movie that his character was force-fed LSD every mm-hmm. day for two years. Mm-hmm. So that, <laughs> everything. that explains everything. Mordig also explained being John Malkovich. Mm. That's, Again, that's, that's that should be a movie in itself. Yeah. 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 So, but the whole idea of getting kind of a higher tier of actors in low tier films, is that a good thing? Is it a bad thing? Well, to be fair, do we know what she's doing? Do we know what role she's playing? I'm most probably, in the, if she's a non-driving role, she's the villain or the head of the other team that they're going to Then I could probably see that working quite well, then. There, there has been set <laughs> photos of her having, like, secretive talks with Dwayne The Rock Johnson. Mm-hmm. Johnson. Um, <laughs> and it looks... It's kind of like the black hat, white hat thing from... Uh, black hat, white hat thing from Westerns. She looks like a good guy. She's dressed like a good guy, mm-hmm. as it were. So she might be like an aide to them and whatever they're doing. But I just thought, is it time we break down casting barriers? Is it anybody can be in any film? Would that be a good thing? I, I think it would be make for interesting cinema, at least. Yeah. And, you know, Hollywood at the moment, it's all remakes and sequels. So maybe breaking down the gender barriers would be a good way to get people, well, a good way to get Barnes back in seats. Sure. I agree sure. with that, you definitely, with yeah. I think we need to diversify a bit more, to yeah. be fair, because who says that Helen Mirren can't play a bad guy role? I you know d- yeah, I think she'd be really, really good. I th- yeah, that's, what, that's why well, I was... Is it a bad guy or a bad gal? Oh, well... See, Ghostbusters has opened this whole Pandora's box. So nobody liked it then? No. no. Oh, okay. I, didn't think, I didn't think it was bad for what it was. What was it, Carl? It was a movie. It was a movie. There's high tier bar, there's the low tier bar, or what I like called the lock the locking bar. <laughs> <laughs> oh god. And and <laughs> Ghostbusters is somewhere in the middle. It's just it's not bad, it's not great. Well that was like the that's the whole idea of what yeah. I was talking about is yeah. maybe if those two bars came together as one bar, yeah. then maybe we would be happier as a people. Yeah. So, to be fair, if Helen Mirren's uh, gonna be a good excuse for actually bringing in decent cars into the series. Yeah. Nice British cars. Well, she had the uh, for a very brief period of time that I was gonna, wasn't actually going to say that she had the fastest lap on the Top Gear track as a uh, celebrity in a recently priced car. Yeah. So she can Did you? Sorry. I'm sorry. It's fine. You're kind of in charge here, so I defer to your. I'm in charge. <laughs> so that so that's the first item of news. Hmm? The other one that I want to talk about, which is kind of oh actually actually just to go back to what we're talking about is I think we need to get hashtag going for this. And I want to hashtag Helen Wheels. <laughs> See what I did there, kids? Helen Wheels. Let's let's get her in every movie. Yes, yeah. Let's get get that trending all eight of us. Do you know what I'd like to see her in? I'd like to see her in Star Wars. Yeah, but then I want her in a Darth Mirren. Darth, oh, Darth Mirren. Thank you, guy. It works perfectly. Wouldn't that be good? Yeah. I if I if it's not a movie, we'll make a fake we'll trailer. Make it a movie. Yeah. We'll, and that was blackjack and hookers. In fact, forget the blackjack. <laughs> yeah. And the, the hookers. hookers. But keep the Star Wars. Yeah. Because the next piece of news is Star Wars Rogue One continues to have reshoots. They've gone back again. They've gone back again. They've run more and more reshoots, including that they've introduced a brand new editor slash core director. Mm-hmm. Which is kind of interesting. 
that I think he, because he, we, we, it's not, it's not, it's not. They haven't given the toys back to George, have they? No, no, no. Please, George, please. no, no. George is still, <laughs> still in the the special director's room, <laughs> looking through those, you know, CGI screenshots yeah. of. Jai Are you Dobby. sure there are going to be more <laughs> Gungans <laughs> in this movie? With the, with the special white suit, yeah. Well, JJ wanted at the uh, bar they go to in uh, episode seven on one of the pikes with all the flags was supposed to be a Gungan head. Yeah, and the other one as well was meant to be Jar Jar's skeleton in the desert. Yeah, yeah. Which I quite liked. Or a Gungan skeleton. Yeah. So we learned back in June that uh, Rogue One was going through some reshoots. uh, Expensive reshoots. Expensive reshoots. And it it must be... You say expensive, you think expensive. But when you mention Star Wars and Lucas and Disney... That brings it to a different level of expensive. Mm-hmm. That must be a lot more money than you. A lot more money than needed. Yeah. This has now got a, lo- a slightly larger budget than Episode Seven had. Slightly larger. Slightly larger. Slightly larger. Yeah, but that's still a couple slightly, of million. Yeah, yeah, yeah slightly for Disney. Yeah, it's a drop in the ocean for Disney. Mm. No, it is, it is in a, it's an early post, but that's why they've been reshoots. And this is the thing. So they're doing reshoots, and they've been Disney and Disney and Lucasfilm have been very quiet about it. Yet they brought in Tony Gilroy, and he did the screenplays for the Bourne series, mm. and he directed Duplicity. So do you think they're trying to punch up the action? Do you think they're trying to make it a little bit more gritty, a little bit darker? I well, I think that would work better for that era of Star Wars movie because this is set during just before, literally weeks or days before Episode Four. It's yeah, it's supposed to be at least maybe. Something like five to six days before episode four. Yeah. This is like the final run before the rebels get to. Yeah, but they have, but they have confirmed that there is no young Han Solo in this movie now. Yeah, yeah. not in this one. <laughs> yeah, but no, there, but there will re- be a Han Solo solo movie. But they were. But <laughs> I think we can abbreviate it to a Han Solo movie. Come. On. <laughs> he's, he's, he's a single film after Yeah, but the rumor is that they were going to have him pop up. In F- in Rogue One because it's around that time and just have him just what one seed in the trademark maybe just look. walk past in his trademark shot because <laughs> or or you know they're gonna put they're gonna put little Easter eggs in many money the Millennium Falcon will fly past at some mm-hmm. at some ridiculous yeah. point or maybe it'll be greed or saying about how much of a good shot he is and nobody shoots before he does yeah. you know <laughs> just to lay the ground I mean, let's not open up that particular can of worms <laughs> yes if you look at the casting for that film as well like a lot of that Yeah. Um, ben Mendelsohn. Mm. I, I, I was at um, the Star Wars convention for the Rogue One panel. He was um, at the Star Wars celebration this year. Oh. Celebration, sorry, Why did we get this guy as a guest? He's been on the show. Why have we got Simon Saw and Mumbles here? <laughs> <laughs> bring back Sig. Hashtag bring back Sig. Well, he's already in the room. <laughs> but they, uh, they showed the trailer, which I believe is going to be released. If they're going by the marketing for by going by the marketing I think for episode seven, they must probably release it late August, early September. Yeah. And 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 I've been quite right on that in the past. Oh yeah, I think you have, <laughs> yeah. From what they were showing in the trailer, it looked very punchy, very action. I'd be surprised if it's a PG. It's probably gonna be on the twelve. That would be interesting as well to have pages. slowly slowly hiking up the rating of Star Wars movies. I know this is not necessarily standalone, but it's outside the original canon as it were. So, to, to have it still in the same sandbox but a little bit harder, I think, I think it's pretty good. I mean, Joel, what do you think? Is it going to have Jimmy B in it now? 
Jimmy B. Jimmy That's, B. We'll get to Jimmy B in a bit. <laughs> but we're talking about. Do you think it's a good idea to punch up Star Wars? Yes. Think it's I think yeah. if it's a bit grittier, I might. It's it's this. It's Seth, the same. What do you think? <laughs> yeah, it should really punch up. But you reckon it should be darker? It should be grittier? It should be stronger? Because we know Vader's going to be in it. We know that that was yeah. released almost yeah. offhandedly in a bizarre oh, way. Really that was gritty, yeah. dark, but sadistic Darth Vader the, would be fantastic. The 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 trailer. Oh yeah, it works. I don't get me wrong. I like, I love the I love the trailer for it, but I'm just worried because Garth Gareth Edwards and he directed the Indie Hit Monsters, mm-hmm. and I love that film. And Godzilla. And Godzilla as well. Nah, I don't love Godzilla that much. It was good. But Brian Cranston's in this movie. We promise. We promise. Oh, he's in it. He's in it. Alright. At some point. Everything better. <laughs> he was the main man for this, but Kilroy's apparently come along to lend a hand. Right, and this again is a is a quote. Tony is a strong force, but both force, I like the use of that. Mm-hmm. But both men are working together. That sounds like you know when your mum doesn't want you to play with somebody else? <laughs> but she's still like, Oh no, he could be your friend, you two would be alright, yeah. I I'm not too sure about it. I think I don't think this is as bad as like, right, um, okay, Zach, here's a sidecar. Ben's gonna sit in this horror film of Justice League. <laughs> Ben's not going to tell you what to do, but, but if you could take you Ben's suggestions and run with them, yeah. <laughs> that would be great. <laughs> so, all right, Mr. Jones, I'll do it. It's just, it's You're just damn right, you will. I wrote Green Lantern, motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> I just think it's interesting that they, they've been having these reshoots, and it's. Do you think they should care that much that it's not mainstream Star Wars canon? Like, Star Wars is kind of the be-all and end-all and the hold-up of everything that got us into sci-fi. I think we've all had a conversation with a Star Wars nerd where the exact words, well, in the expanded universe, has been used. Yeah. I, That's and what this, is just, this is just an expanded, expanded universe movie. Or, as they're calling it, a legacy movie. So, do they need to care more about the offshoots or not? I think they do, especially if it's prequel stuff, because they've not had a great run with prequels. I don't know what you're talking about. I mean, those movies... <laughs> oh, I can't even finish that sentence. They were and terrible. And you have to be careful with the time when you're when this is the first of yes. the story. So that's where it's... Going back to the rating, that's where it's going to be interesting. Are they reshooting, realising that, especially with Marvel and whatnot, things are getting a little bit darker, that they should go along with that because, quite frankly, the people that constantly watch Star Wars films are getting older. I don't know what you're talking about. I'm not getting older. I don't (laughs) watch Star Wars every single day. (laughs) I love it. Everything in the world. And those that are just kind of getting introduced to it will go down the kind of Force Awakens. Yeah. Lead them in, you know, you start them off on weed, then you get them on the heroin. I know what you're saying, yeah. <laughs> so it tells us. Weed is not a gateway drug. <laughs> Less said about that, the better. <laughs> so to, to stay on this just, just for a minute, it's the, the issues like may have arisen after rumours of problems with the script and tone surfaced. And is it, like we said, is it too dark? Is it not dark, en- dark enough? Is it, or dark enough, as it were? <laughs> and how will it fit into the timeline? We, we've covered that. And if it's going to be a few days before or at least a week before mm-hmm. that kind of amps up the drama itself and I'm just interested to know how will it play within that if if it's canon if it's will it play in Sheboygan will it play in Sheboygan I mean if we talk about views people are going to go and see it regardless mm, yeah people will no, 
you think if just Star Wars or something, you can take my money. It, it yeah, awful. yeah. Well, people will see it regardless. Holiday specials. <laughs> <laughs> it's got Star Wars on it. People are going to see. Oh, there's a Star Wars film. Yeah, yeah. It doesn't matter. I'll pay twenty quid to go see Exactly. People it are going to see it bad. regardless. So, Joe, you think they're they're going to bank on that? Then it's got the Star Wars logo on it. Gonna yeah, definitely. On. They're going to go with whatever route they feel like they want to go with because they know that they can do. They've got free reign basically. They can do what they want. People are going to pay to see it anyway. However, my argument, sorry. Um, no, go for it. Go for it. I mean, you're saying a hell of a lot more than Charlie is. <laughs> By the way, Charlie Jardine is still on the podcast. He hasn't disappeared into a you know speck of dust or yeah. a column. He hasn't died. He's still here. No, I'm pretty sure he'd make more noise but if he died. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, my, my argument would be um, Force Awakens is the first Star Wars film in how many years? And Too many. Uh, well, ten years. In, in 10 years yeah. so mm. there was that big appetite after that film not ev- you know not everyone across the board actually enjoyed The Force Awakens very true um, so will some of that appetite now be well, now they, well I especially think when I, sorry especially when um, you've got characters that you're not necessarily familiar with for a lot of people, this is the their era of Star Wars. This is an original trilogy mm. or yeah, set well near we're, we're getting the, back the first to the film in years what? set near that yeah, time. And, and it might give them a... I was going to make the worst pun. Hey, Attack of the Clones had some good... Again, can't finish that sentence. <laughs> I felt hurt, George. I felt hurt. <laughs> I think this movie might, might actually give Star Wars fans a... Uh, a new hope. Hey. Hey. Come on, yeah. I'm, 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 d- I'm, I'm done. I don't have. I don't have. I don't have a finishing for that So, to talk about change, as it were, I also want to talk about. Did, did anybody else see this thing online about the Change.org petition, the Suicide no. Squad? Yeah. yeah. No. What was yeah. that about? Did you enlighten right. me? Oh, so, right. We we all know what Rotten Tomatoes is. Yeah? Yes. We're all, we're all aware. It's yeah. a web service. It, it rates its movies on a percentage of good and bad reviews. Yeah. You know, I, I don't know the maths. I'm I'm not Tom. I'm not that smart or that good looking. But you get ten reviews. Four of them are bad. Six of them are good. Sixty percent rating. Mm-hmm. You know that that's how it works. However, there's been a change.org petition for Rotten Tomatoes to be shut down because they gave a bad review. To the suicide current squad. percentage for. T- Suicide Squad is 29%. Oh, so it? oh, it's, it's gone way, way, way down from what it was. It was 30 when I picked up my tickets to see it on, on Thursday, and it was 29 before I went in the cinema. Yeah, you, yeah, <laughs> you, uh, the original petition... <laughs> oh, no, no, no. And Batman vs. Superman freefalled a lot faster than that. And it's now 26. It's now 26. Oh, 26. Wow. All right. Now, the original petition was... Oh, we after won film release reviews as well. The original petition was, we want Rotten Tomatoes shut down because it gave a bad review of Suicide Squad, and we love Suicide Squad, said this bunch of seemingly nameless Suicide Squad fans. Mm-hmm. I'm assuming with usernames such as Deadshot is the best and Harley Quinn's not that. Yeah. The petition has since been updated to mean it, it will deliver a message to critics that there is a lot of people who disagree with their reviews, and Suicide Squad is a movie of decent credit and merit within its own right. Now my problem is, you've seen this movie. I've seen this movie. <laughs> <laughs> now spoiler, not spoiler. 
it's alright. It's not great. It's you can go in it and you can watch it. You are watching something. Is it got the rating of it's definitely a movie? It's definitely a movie. <laughs> it definitely happened. I was there. It wasn't a fever dream. Yeah. I didn't, you know, smoke some fiberglass or drink some antifreeze. It happened. <laughs> and look, sometimes Rotten Tomatoes is like generally a good resource, right? And it's got loads and hundreds of reviews for loads and loads of movies. And that's what they do is they compile the best and the worst and they give you an average rating. And it's good for somebody who doesn't know what they're talking about or doesn't know really what they're doing. Oh, I'll look at Rotten Tomatoes. Well, they can think it's good. I might give it a watch. Mm -hmm. I like the idea behind it. Yeah. But people are basing their views of movies on these reviews. Is that a good thing? Is that a good thing to go and see a movie after you read the reviews? I mean, Charlie, what do you reckon? Well, personally, I haven't seen it yet, but I always go see a movie just to make my mind up because sometimes you hear certain things... You hear certain things what people have said about films, and you go watch it, and you may think it's alright. Yeah. It's just different people's tastes. Yep. Some people might go along to it, who are like dedicated fans to Suicide Squad, and they'll say they ruined the movie, or say like they've ruined Harley Quinn. It's like, I'll still go and see it, regardless, if they don't like it. Because to be honest with you, she is one of the saving graces of that movie. Mm. Mm. Oh, but we're not here to discuss mm. the merits and the, no. the, mm. the, the, the severe okay. non-merits of Suicide Squad. Mm-hmm. Um, you can get that on a different podcast. <laughs> but recorded tomorrow, funnily have we, enough. <laughs> have we, have we as a people, as as, as fans of movies and of of, of of fans of this media and of comic books, have we had enough of people telling us what we should see and what we shouldn't see because they're apparently the be all and end all in pretty much. Yeah. Mm. So I mean, I don't really do world much, you know, So I'm right in saying so they get ten reviews from the Guardian or other people in this business put it all together. So the people who want to tomorrow shut down are pissed off at everyone putting their opinions and then just co- collaborating with the opinions. Yeah, the maths, the maths doesn't add up. Yeah, that's yeah. the thing, isn't it? Yeah. But it's, uh, it's but it's gotten to the point, it's it's point in Hollywood saying. that they take the rotten, rotten marks as like as gospel. Yeah, it's not not official, but it's yeah. kind of the well, yeah, you know what rotten tomatoes said. Oh, well, I know a few of those exactly. people. Exactly. Yeah. But you can't shut someone down for saying, well, he said this, he said this. Yeah. So basically, it's 1 1. Yeah, it's it's, it's trying to shoot the messenger, really. It's trying to shut down Google for news, for news reports. It's yeah. like, it's exactly the same thing. It's like, they, all they're doing is collating reviews from around. It's, it's like trying to bring back MySpace. <laughs> hey, Justin Timberlake had that dream. <laughs> Don't you knock Timberlake? To be fair, he did bring sexy back, but that's, but that's, all, that's, that's all he brought that's back, all though. Do. That's all he could do. There's a deeper discussion even with the with the uh, Rotten Tomatoes thing because I feel that um, the ratings that Suicide Squad is getting is actually um, a continued fallout from the whole Ghostbusters debacle. Oh, I think it's a continual fallout from the entire Batman vs Superman so debacle. Mm-hmm. Um, but the reason I say it's a continuation from the Ghostbusters thing is if you have a look at a lot of the reviews, there is a couple of scenes in Suicide Squad um, that are being see, uh, being hailed as misogynistic. Um, that there's a moment where, spoiler. Spoilers. Um, Batman punches Harley Quinn mm-hmm. um, in the face. And I must have nodded off at that point. I don't remember that. And, and it's it's interesting in the sense of what well, I was listening to uh, Radio Five Live. And the guy was basically basing his review not on 
the bad editing or, or, or the bad structure. I think we're about to get a very short but sweet SIG review. <laughs> 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 no, but but on those on those grounds, you know, a close up of Harley Quinn's bum. Why? Who's it for? You know, teenage it boys. Exactly. Duncan. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. The, the out and out misandry of Ghostbusters was just like, well. So. But that's yeah. polit- deemed politically correct. So, th- if we're going to do. I can most probably go home now and pick out at least four or five issues from my collection that has Batman punching Harley Quinn in yeah. the face. Yeah. And nobody eats an uproar that it's nobody in the comics yeah. for years. So, but suddenly it's but in Batman a separate. Batman punches evil in its face. I, ag- I agree with Carl on this. <laughs> suddenly it's in a different. Medium, it's it's seen differently, and it's it's that level on the screen. People don't like that. I can understand it, particularly nowadays. It's not cool to punch women in the face. No, it's not cool in the slightest. But my my argument is, do, do we think too many people put too much faith in these faceless reviews, and do do we think that maybe we should take it back to the idea of well, let me form my own opinion first, or as I've said, is it, is it kind of a good thing that we're kind of being forewarned that, hey, this might not be a good movie? Oh, Charlie, what do you reckon? Well, as far as forewarning people, I think it's kind of good because you may not want to waste your money if someone else has told them it's a shit film. But at the same time, it's like hearing yeah. bad reviews, but everyone's got the same opinion. You're kind of following that opinion instead of going to watch it and having an opinion for yourself. Yeah, but I'd younger. rather take a review of the, the people in this room of a movie than I would than the internet and Rotten Tomatoes. It all depends on who on who wrote those reviews and stuff like that. No, there's generally reviews I trust. I don't go by a Rotten Tomatoes rating. Have we really got that late <coughs> where we just won't read a review we won't or listen to an opinion? No. Yeah. And we just look at a number. Oh, it's got it's got six in front of it. Not gonna not gonna not gonna watch it. You're like, well, six out of what? Six out of five. That's pretty good. Because math mm-hmm. add up. That might be nice. And and is it that a rotten tomatoes percentage has a bigger uh, a bigger label, especially in the states? Yeah. Oh yeah. Hugely in America. Yeah. I think because more of where its impact. funding comes from. Yeah. Comes from the major studios, whilst IMDb is independent. Yeah. Um, and really, that's where you would source it in comparison. In comparison to, so it's just. Yeah. I, I mean, that was an idea. I thought it's kind of. Yeah. Do we listen to ourselves? Do we listen to other people? Well, I, I think that, I, I was told this one, line, and it goes like this: A fool listens to the opinions of everyone, but a wise man creates his own opinions on experience, and I'm a firm believer in that you shouldn't knock something until you tried it because someone else might not like it but you might love it and if that's the case then if someone tells you that something's shit if you don't think it's shit then it isn't shit just yeah. because everyone else's opinion is that way doesn't yeah, mean it has to be an you. opinion can't be wrong yeah, exactly yeah me and dan has this exact same opinion on kevin smith yeah <laughs> i think he's terrible carl wants to cuddle into bed with him and maybe wear a little bonzie and like some, like yeah. some soft while he cries while he cries constantly oh yeah if you'd like to watch Locked In it's, it's definitely a it's all bargain bins starring Helen Mirren no, starring Helen Mirren it's, a video, it's available on Vimeo Vimeo is it? Yeah. marvellous another reason why I won't use that medium <laughs> <laughs> they just keep piling up now this one 
this piece of news mm-hmm. is for Tom because Tom's not here and I miss him and I love Tom his silky hair his pretty face <laughs> his amazing brain and the fact that he loves a good horror sequel and a remake <laughs> they are remaking Pumpkinhead oh, it's reboot time kids oh it's reboot time for are we, are Pumpkinhead are we really scraping the barrel now apparently the they are scraping the bottom of the barrel this is scraping the barrel and going through to the earth underneath yeah. I, ask, I ask the people in this audience now and I ask my guests here at Off The Reels Live did you ever see Pumpkinhead? I didn't. No. Yes. No, I, no. I have I seen Pumpkinhead. Carl's seen it. The audience have seen it. Our guests who are, let's face it, considerably younger than all of us, have, <laughs> have never seen it. That might be telling from what I'm about to talk about. Right, the original came out nearly 20 years ago. That's older than me. Right. That film's older than you. <laughs> and it starred Lance Henriksen, wonderful actor, mm-hmm. really, really nice guy, who played the father of a teenager who was killed. So his, his son's killed. The premise is sounding good so far. And he, he summons this demon, this pumpkin head demon, to revenge <laughs> the death of his son okay. on the teenagers that killed him. Right. As you yeah. do. You know, it's also so set around Halloween and there's some wonderful crackly lightning and some effects. I'm not doing this film justice. Tom could do this a lot better because I guarantee you this is one that Tom loves. <laughs> right. I'm not sure if he's done it on his show yet, but I'm pretty sure after he hears about he it, will, you're going to yeah. get a pumpkin head. Now, here's the thing, right? That'd be a pretty cool for to go on to. It's it's got some wonderful elements in it, and there's some bits and pieces in it, and it's kind of Nightmare on <laughs> M Street. It's kind of Phantasm. It's kind of Friday the Thirteenth. It's brilliant. But it's B movie. But it's B movie brilliant. Oh, okay. But it stands on its own. I mean, this, this is in a film with the ginger, uh, like, in like Ginger Dead Man, uh, <laughs> Jack Frost kind of. Horror. Kind of. You know, <laughs> the Leprechaun. Yeah. Oh God. Right. So this is another character. It's kind of like Nightmare Before Christmas gone wrong. He's got a pumpkin head. Quickly, that looks scary. Make it more scary. He kills people. So, however, it is notable for being the directorial debut of the late and great Stan Winston. Mm. So it's got seven graces. So this is being made into a reboot. Nobody asked for this. No. <laughs> Nobody wants this. Nobody wants this. Nobody ever does. So this is kind of like the loose theme of this evening. Reboot. There, there, there's a there's a drawer in like certain production houses of property of scripts we own. Yeah, we all know about the blacklist movies that we, could we be made need, that we, can't we be. We need made. a reboot, lads. Let's see. Quickly, have a rummage, have a rummage. Right, let's get Pumpkinhead. Pumpkinhead, that'll do. Give it three million, we'll, we'll stick Halle Berry in it. This, Fucking it. This might be a bit <laughs> short because, because neither guest has seen this, but. Sure. A reboot? What do you reckon? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, there have been some good ones, and there have been some really, really terrible ones. Yeah. Uh, but this sounds like it's going to be the latter. It's it's already that they rehash in the past and all these horror movies, and you know, it's look, they they redid Friday the Thirteenth. They when are, when are they Nightmare making when are they making a new Halloween movie? again and again and again and again. When will that thing run out of petrol? <laughs> if that's the problem, just, you know, take away his petrol. If he lives near a petrol station... No, his dad owns a gas station. Yeah, exactly, so move him. Relocate <laughs> <laughs> him. That is, that is poor work. Poor work on the child care services industry. The fact that he's now a 42-year-old man still... Look what your brother around. did to the door. No! <laughs> Worst carpenter in the world. Um, <laughs> So yeah, so Pumpkinhead's getting a remake. I, I can't not say that again and again and again. It just boggles my mind. Hashtag why, Pumpkinhead's getting a remake. Why do we need these? Why do we need these remakes? Why? why what, is there no more stories left in the world? Charlie, what do you reckon? 
I, I can't stand remakes at the best of times. You a horror fan? Yeah, horror fan. Favourite horror film? Pumpkinhead. This is where Charlie pulls back his shirt and just his pumpkin head there blazing on his chest. So, favourite horror film? Uh, Friday the 13th. Friday the 13th? Yeah. yeah. And it, you know that's been kind of mashed up and ruined constantly. Mm, yeah, when it and forever. X did versus oh. Freddy. Yeah, <laughs> I still haven't forgiven that film. But uh, Freddy versus Jason. Yeah. Kelly Rowland's acting debut, ladies. Hey, 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 hey. Let's not knock Kelly Rowland, alright? Yeah. She probably needs the money. <laughs> oh. She might need to She's buy not the most successful Destiny child. She's really not, alright? She's the second most successful after Beyonce, and there's a big drop off after Beyonce, alright? Like, Beyonce can go into any car dealership and buy the dealership. She might be able to go into the car dealership and look at a tyre. So <laughs> she has a platinum annex. As in, like, her American Express card is made of platinum. That's all the money she has. Spent <laughs> all of it on platinum. <laughs> so this is getting a reboot. And as we've said... What's getting a reboot? Pumpkinhead's getting <laughs> a reboot. <laughs> I can't believe it! I, like, I remember watching it on VHS. There you existed, kids, yeah, by the way. I, I remember watching yeah. it on VHS. It was my dad that went, hey, yeah. watch this, it's a bit scary. Yeah. And there are places where it's yeah. scary, it's places where it grips you, and it's funny, and it's kind of strange. And it's, it's, it's a bizarrely wonderful balls of premise. But do we need to see it again? No. no. Yeah, but if we didn't have reboots, we wouldn't have anything to shit on. So. No, there would be things to shit on. <laughs> we would find There them. would be less. Joel, we we will find them. them. <laughs> we will judge them. We will make We will them willingly cry. pay to see them. But apparently there's a silver lining in all of this. Helen No. <laughs> <laughs> no. Good shout. Tied together nicely, but no. Uh, Peter Block, who was the executive producer of the Saw franchise, so you know he's got some big words of money behind him, he's picked up the rights. He's, like you said, picked them out of the bottom of a drawer, or bargain basement, or saw them on the street somewhere. So, I don't so, we're gonna get, so we're going to get seven Pumpkinhead movies, the last one being in 3D. Yeah. Hopefully they'll run alongside the Power Rangers movies we're going to get as well. Power Rangers Pumpkinhead, you know, some alliteration there, it might be nice. Some crossover. Some crossover. <laughs> I'm pretty sure they fought a giant Pumpkinhead villain at some point. <laughs> Yeah, voiced by Brian Cranston. More than likely. <laughs> who I believe is in the film of Helen Mirren. Yeah. It's all tied together. He's ex- Should I fetch your Red Bull a string? His exact quote is, it won't be a straight retelling, but it'll have a similar theme. So, so the most blanket response you can give to anything then. So it'll be like the original, this but movie it won't be. This movie will be insert At the same time. Here. I mean, I just... <laughs> prequels, sequels, requels, reimaginings of old and new and horror movies yeah. and that. We don't need them, do we? Do we, do we need mm. new movies? Ideally, yes, otherwise yeah. this show is going to run out of steam. <laughs> yeah, I was yeah. about to say, yeah. some people are going to be out of jobs, Dan. I just thought this, it was just, it was strange. <laughs> it's just very odd, I can't not say it. Pumpkinhead's getting the, <laughs> getting the <remake. laughs> And that's why they remade That's it. why! Just to please me, just so I can say it again and again and again. That's just, it's fucking odd. It's just, it's just strange. And speaking of sequels and, you know, remaking the stuff of the news, I have some words for you, Carl. What? This one's directly for you, Carl. Oh, here we go. I'm going to give you a title. All right. And this isn't bullshit either. All right. The Big Lebowski 2. No, no fucking way. <laughs> Coen Brothers? Or I like to call it How the Dude Got His Rug Back. <laughs> well, it tied the room together. <laughs> Shut the fuck up, Charlie. You don't know what you're talking about. Charlie, you've seen The Big Lebowski? <laughs> you're out of your league. You've never seen The Big Lebowski. Are you serious? You no, are the epitome of Zonov. 
You've seen the Billy Batson. Yes, I've seen the Billy What do you think of it? You are Donnie in real life. I love it. You love it? Yeah. We all love the Big Lebowski. The original. Yeah, we're all in agreement. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Not one of us here except Charlie is Cassidy, right? So, you mm. know. <laughs> it's un- it, it is, it's untouchable to most. Charlie didn't need to yeah. see the Big Lebowski because he lived it. He lived, <laughs> he he lived it, man. He is he the dude. So, the Coen brothers have categorically said no. Good. But? Ah. Ah. This is... <laughs> universal. Not just universal, but Jeff Bridges himself. Oh. The dude himself. Has apparently done a complete 180. He said he'd love to see a sequel or a tie-in to John... And I can never pronounce this properly. Turturro? Turturro. John Turturro is apparently making his long-planned solo film about Jesus Quintana. There's going to be a Jesus Quintana solo film. John Turturro is going to direct it. I'm not making this show, kids. It's actually news. That, that sounds good. You don't mess with the Jesus. Pull the trigger and That creepy, pederast is getting his own solo movie. This is far better than Ant-Man. This is far better than Han Solo. This, this, this is the solo this has, movie this has, gre- this, has greasy, this has Greasy Strangler. It really premise. has a Greasy yeah. Strangler vibe. And Jeff Bridges has said he's well up for not including a cameo, but also an actual part. Well, the, they're in the great. same bowling league. It would make yeah. sense for yeah. the dude yeah. to be there. Yeah. Would they get John Goodman, though? Because you need Walter if you're going to have the yeah. dude. Well, the seeds have been sown. Yeah. Because if you remember the Big Lebowski, he did get Julianne Moore pregnant. So this might be the Big Lebowski too. <laughs> the son of the Lebowski. Son of movies don't work. No, son, <laughs> son <laughs> of the mask. That makes some nihilist. numbers. Some. Some. Oh, yeah, you do need... Yeah. So, like I said, he'd be more for the, he'd be more up for a cameo, but more than a cameo, that's what it really. There's got to be a, there's got to be a reference to the Church of the Dude. That is an actual religion. If they went the really, the if they went really meta and had like a yeah. actual film within the film where he's now going around realizing he's almost a Jesus-like figure, <laughs> and then Jesus himself, as it were, the ball like gets angry about it, that would work. But you also want the cowboy in it. I yes. Know you Sam Elliott, God damn it, is my spirit animal. I love him. He's a spirit animal. Animal. Spirit, spirit anvil. Animal. He's my spirit anvil. So I'm going to throw this open to the entire panel. Big Lebowski 2, how do we feel about that? I could dig I that. I, I stand by my no, no fucking way. Yeah. <laughs> no, I'll give it a go. Really? Don't knock it till you try it. Yeah. Charlie? Well, Shut the so. fuck up, Charlie. No. <laughs> <you're not. laughs> <laughs> I've got some other news here, and this is directed to Carl. Oh, here we go. We're going to talk about trailers in a minute. Yeah. Yes, god damn it, yes. <laughs> One of the trailers I want to talk about is The Great Wall. Yeah. Oh, fuck. Oh, dear. So apparently Matt Damon's Chinese, Carl. Yeah. <laughs> well, apparently he's also, he was in the greatest comedy called The Martian as well, so he can do anything nowadays. He grew his own potatoes from his own turds. Yes. That's, that's science. <laughs> he signs the shit out of that. Science Literally. Shit signs the shit out of it. <laughs> It's not a comedy. It's got funny moments in it, but I would not class The Martian as a comedy. Oh, I do now. I'm watching that again and again and again. It's a comedy. So does the Golden Globes, apparently. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, Matt Damon's Chinese now. Well, yeah. so, well apparently, Samoan, you know, Emma Stone's half Samoan. <laughs> yes, Emma Stone is half Samoan, apparently, yes? Yeah. I believe so. Have you seen the movie Aloha? With its jaw-droppingly 0% on Rotten Tomatoes. So we get back to Rotten Tomatoes again. Rotten Tomatoes. Rotten Tomatoes. 0%. 
So yeah, so we'll, we'll speak about that trailer when, when we get the trailers. But my other piece of news, just very very quickly, Channing Tatum. He's going to be the mermaid in Splash. He's going to be the mermaid in Splash. Oh my god! This has been confirmed. They're redoing Splash. You never saw Splash? Never saw. Daryl Hannah, Tom Hanks. She's a mermaid. He's a greengrocer, I believe. Uh, yeah, that's yeah. You look. Joe's <laughs> looking at me like I'm making this shit up. Right? <laughs> Get online. It was an actual film. Get online, IMBD, look it up. There, Flash, there was a, there was a thing in the eighties about mermaids movies. That's right. Okay. Uh, Tom and, then, Hanks. and then before no after, I can't remember. Apparently, somebody yeah. made a mannequin come alive. Everything all together. Yes, he was a mermaid. He fell in love with her. He tried to make her feel happy and wonderful. It was like Little Mermaid live action, but it was Tom Hanks and Daryl Hannah. Daryl Hannah. Well, they're remaking it, Joe. I know you're going to be excited about this. Chan Tim. Yeah. Your best friend. My the yeah, the love of the my tate, life. The Tate, as it were. <laughs> He's going to play the mermaid in this one. Is he going to have a gimp mask in this one, though? He's not. Uh, not but he will, like I said, and I can't talk, not say this enough, he will be the mermaid. Nobody else find that hilarious? Thinks that? Challenge Tate is going to be there? Yeah, but is the, other, is the other co-star a man, though? Because that would make that just kind No, of the other one's going to be Gillian Bell. Oh, well, that just ruined it, then. Who's definitely mm. not the annoying woman in 22 Jump Street. Why couldn't it have been Jeremy Hill? It would have been fun. Mm. <laughs> <'Cause> <laughs> in drag? Because that's 24 Jump Street with the mermaid out of the with water the <laughs> fish out of water it writes itself <laughs> it writes itself so yeah so that's happening that's, that's everything I have for the news I thought I'd find the most strange and wonderful confusing things yes that's fantastic so trailers is it trailers is it it is trailers it can't be trailers because I haven't heard any special type of music say the words say the words Charlie trailer trash that was terrible Charlie do it trailer trash that's good so the first trailer I want to talk about as I asked you all guys, what guys to watch it was the Hunt for the Wilder People. Mm-hmm. Yeah, hilarious. Hilarious. You like hilarious. It? This is directed by, and I can still can't pronounce his name properly. Carl. Uh, I need to see it. To so to I, I uh, can look at it now, and I've got it. And I've got two eyes. Tahiki Wahiti. Tahi. Taika. Yeah. Wahiti. Yeah. Right. So a director. He's also directing Thor Ragnarok, and he directed the fantastic What We Do in the Shadows. And the vibe of this is very Australian and very yeah. down south. Down, yeah. down and he did Cuba. star in it as well. Yeah. He not, stars in this as well. He stars in this as well. He's, he's is a New Zealand man. It's New Zealand. It's New Zealand, Dan. New Zealand, sorry, yeah. Australian. I, I apologise. I was about to get very oh. offended. Why? You're not from either one. No. You're Italian. That's why you talk with your hands all the time. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but that's not the point. And you're very hairy. But that's and Charlie's technically being a translator because it's just been a load of beeps and bobs and boobs. Beeps and bobs and boobs. Yeah, yeah, Like BB it or there. I'm expecting to pull his lighter out and flick it off, but never mind. So, what do we think of this trailer? You I like it? I thought it was hilarious. I really did. I Charlie, enjoyed it. Audio medium, buddy. You need to do more than nodding. <laughs> I like. Are you still it, nodding? Because... For you people at home listening, to this he looked at Carl. After Carl, when you do more than nod, and he nodded in the green. <laughs> Fuck's sake. Voice your opinions, so god damn it. Wait for you to finish your opinions. Mine's did. done, I enjoyed That's the trailer, it was fantastic. Oh, I need to rein this shit in. Right, so, it's directed by the wonderful New Zealand man who did what we do in the saddles, and it stars Sam Nail and a young guy called Julian Dennison. Now, Dennison plays a young character and he goes on the run because he's been put in a foster family that he doesn't care for, he doesn't like. And his uncle, who's not actually his uncle, it's his foster father, yeah. played by the magnificent Sam Neill, yeah. goes and gets him, basically. But then they 
But they get lost in the wild. Yeah. No, he breaks his leg. Breaks his leg and they have to, to camp Hill. for a while. And I like the fact that this mix in this trailer, we have the police, we have a social worker who refers to herself as the Terminator, and what I can only assume is a nod to the Revenant, a giant ball. Yeah. Not a bear, a ball. Yeah, I, I, I got that, that vibe as well. You're right. going to go and see this? You're oh, yeah, yeah. And sure. Reese Darby yeah. as, a, as a wild and man. Reese Darby is a wild man. <laughs> But my favourite line in that trailer being, what's the quickest way to get out of here? I don't know, jetpack. Have you got a jetpack? No. So, it's Raspberry Starby all over. <laughs> like the Lord of the Rings. Lord of the Rings. So we like that trailer, yeah? Yeah. Yep. Good? Gonna go and see it? Yeah, yeah definitely. It? Yeah. Has this kind of got a flavour for Thor Ragnarok touch, do you think? Do you think Thor Ragnarok's going to be a buddy movie? Or <laughs> well, apparently, no, no, he has said, he said at Comic-Con that uh, Thor Ragnarok's basically going to be a, a, a road trip movie with the Hulk and Thor. <laughs> That's what Thor Ragnarok is going to be. Racking through a strange yeah. planet, maybe, you know, the Hulk fights end up some in, armor. End, end up in an arena. Yeah, ends up in an arena. <laughs> so that was, that, was the, that was the first trailer. The other trailer that I wanted to talk about was a wonderful trailer that I fell in love with mm. called Stratton. Oh, yeah. Stratton. <laughs> Get at me. Basically, um, it's... Jimmy B. Dominic Jimmy. Cooper. Yeah. Who I will always think of as the preacher now. Mm-hmm. AMC's Wonderful Wonder Preacher is a special forces man called just one word like Madonna and Cher Stratton he teams up with some US and I'm reading here verboten teams up with some US Navy SEALs to battle terrorists exclamation point in London exclamation point that's the actual synopsis so the Joel the trailer how did you feel about it just all over me please Stratton was all over you oh yeah in my dreams when I sleep Dan I'm definitely going to see this movie it's right up my alley it's geezers it's, it's, it's what it is it's it's James Bond but a geezer like we, we were saying we, earlier we, we were talking about this earlier on it's James Bond meets the Sweeney it's terrorists it's spying but it's also big guns and big action Sig's looking at me like what? it's just set in London or do they go to Norway no they don't go to Norway but there are other screenshots I think screenshots no Locations. Locations, that's what I was looking for, yeah. But, Joe loved it. I uh, loved it. I mean, it. If, if we have a seal of approval here, maybe we could have rotten Jamatos. <laughs> I'm not that interested no. in it, to no. be honest with you. I think you would be, to be fair. I heard Preacher was a new trailer, I thought I'd go and watch it, and then I laughed for two and a half minutes. Yeah. It was marvellous. I just thought it was a new series of Preacher from the first time I saw it. What, really, with his English accent? Well, you didn't notice the English accent until... Yeah, she starts oh, so yeah, she Dan, Dan's now happy because it finally explains the beard. Yeah, it explains the beard. <laughs> I didn't get the beard in Preacher, and now I see this really. Oh, he had the beard for the film, so that's why he had the beard during. Oh, okay, I can sleep mm-hmm. now. Now, now my bed will be happy to see me again. So that's Strand. Do we think it's going to be some sort of franchise? I think it's going to do very well on Netflix. <laughs> <laughs> probably going to be real possibly potlockers yeah, yeah, yeah. It's probably going to be, gonna be real bad but I'm going to see it anyway is it, I think the only saving grace of this is it, it was it's based on the books by Duncan Fankler Duncan I can never pronounce it Falconer Falcon. or Falconer and he was actually special forces hmm. so if this is based on his experiences then maybe the film might be a bit better hmm. so is it maybe is it more like American Sniper it's <laughs> oh it's a lot it's You're geezers. mixing your metaphors there. It's, no, it's not funny in the slightest, but the trailer's hilarious. Okay. It's meant to be a serious drama. Yeah. And um, Terrorist's going to come here to London and ruin it. But but Stratton's the only man who can save us. 
along with a team of other highly powered people. So it's an interesting trailer to say the least. The other one, as we, me and Carl were talking about, the other trailer I want to talk about, mm. is The Great Wall. Did you watch this trailer? Yep. Charlie, what do you reckon? Uh, I'm definitely not going to go see it. But why it's not? Yellow face. Yeah, yellow face, whitewashing, getting an American playing a Chinese guy. Oh, it's, it's just... They could have, could have picked a half-decent like Chinese actor. So like, no, well, one was not Danny Chan. Which again? Uh, Jet Li. Jet Li, yep. Touche. Yeah, just any... The cream of Sanganga. There are literally who played him, no bad Chinese actors when it comes to action forums. Every one of them. Every one of them in every film. Since Nakamura. And yet, for some reason, they've picked Matt Damon to be the star of this. And all they've done is given him a ponytail and slapped some eyeliner on it. Yeah. And they're like, yeah, you're Asian. Wouldn't have been the first time. Was it uh, John Wayne? Oh, uh, Genghis Khan. Who did it in um, Breakfast at Tiffany? Like, really stereotypically Asian? Mickey Rooney. Mickey Rooney, yeah. yeah. Very, very Chinese. With the big teeth and the glasses. I heard some rumours as well. With the hats and everything. Oh, Miss or Sally? That's not good for now, okay? That's we don't want that. It in was a different anymore. time. Racism was fine back then. Racism is never fine. We'll yeah. get it. He's yeah, yeah. minute. Yes. But you can't do that. You can't. And I don't get uh, this. First of all, it's it kind of in my it's mind. It's not gods of Egypt bad, but no. But it, in my mind, it had a Keanu Reeves kind of John Wick vibe to it. Nobody knew this was coming. Really, in the trailer drop, oh, this might be good. No, it's not. It's Matt Damon in a ponytail. So the opposite. So the opposite of John Wick. At Dragons. <laughs> on the Great Wall. Amazing movie. Yeah. There's a movie that they're talking about making at the moment about a Islamic prophet, and he was around during the Ottoman era, so he would have been Turkish. And the actor that they're speaking about taking for that role is Leonardo DiCaprio, which is a blonde, blue-eyed man. And I think that's absolutely ridiculous. So do we think this is a <laughs> whitewashing of Hollywood? Yeah, yeah, yeah. definitely. It's, it's just odd. How many, no, to be fair, how many black people were nominated for the Oscars last year? Mm. Oh, wait. Oh. No, but Chris Rock was there, so they made it all right. Yeah. Yeah, you got a black horse then. They can't say shit about how badly racist and terrible the Oscars were. <laughs> that's why you had Chris Rock and you just went off on one. Apparently, if you could, if they could have streamed the the pre-show, he just went on one hell of a rant. But the thing that I don't get about this is it's directed <coughs> by Zhang mm. Zhang Yimou, mm. and he directed House of Flying Daggers, okay. which is an amazing film Did with a amazing, wonderful yeah. cast. Like that pops every time you watch that, and I've seen it many many times. There's things in there that have been aped and copied by lots of Western films. So then why not get that cast in? Wait, hold on a second, but. In the trailer, at any point, does it mention that he is Chinese, or do we do we know whether says, he's Western? It says in the start of the trailer that he was born into battle. He was born here into battle. But is he Chinese? We don't know. Really, but I don't understand why he's the, the only the person that's in it that's from the West is I think Willem Dafoe, and his part's not been announced yet. Mm. He may be playing the bad guy. We don't know. Maybe Willem Dafoe, bad, bad guy. Yeah. No, so the works. so. So going from things that don't completely make sense, as in Matt Damon being Chinese, let's have a Christmas movie that's going to open in November. <laughs> the Bad Santa 2 teaser trailer. Yeah, yes. love yes. that. We loved it. I Billy Bob's that. back and he's wearing the suit. Mm-hmm. 
and, yeah. and that little midget guy. How good mm-hmm. was that? It was good. For, yeah. for the, you know, 90 seconds that it lasted. But it was fantastic. You'll get a full trailer in most probably in a couple of weeks. Because it comes out in bloody November. That. But we're looking forward to oh, it. Yeah. We all, did we all enjoy the first one? I enjoyed yeah. it. Oh, yeah. yeah that, was a, that was a wonderful yeah, slice of just badness, wasn't yeah. it? That was marvellous. So I like that. So that's going to be good. So we don't think that's strange at all, bringing Christmas movies into... It's going to be released in November. Well, that's, to be fair, that's... Slightly that's not a problem, time. really. Yeah. What we're saying is, Bad Santa 2 is going to be better than Matt Damon being Chinese. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Marvellous. Right, well, we'll move on. The last trailer was Storks. Yeah. I, I kind yeah. of fell in love with this. I. It made me smile. Basic premise for the audience is it's an animated movie where um, Andy Samberg is playing a stork, him and a girl who was orph- orphaned. Orphaned, orphaned, stuck wherever the babies come from. And a baby. The cutest baby ever. Oh, okay. Where do babies come from? Well, Storks. one night in the 80s, my parents were feeling kind of randy. Um, <laughs> and that's, that's the end of that. So, so the whole idea is before, we, we had a trailer about this before, but we never covered it, was Kelsey Grammer's playing a stork who used to deliver babies, but he's getting out of the baby delivery business because he wants to deliver iPhones. Mm-hmm. But his son still thinks it would be cute to deliver babies. And that's what he does. And he finds this baby in the back room somewhere, which their office <laughs> practices must be really lax. Mm-hmm. It's just a baby where's HR, rocking man? about in there. Yeah. Get HR where's, on the floor. Where's again, HR? Again, apparently the cutest baby ever. The yeah. cutest baby yeah. ever. And then hilarity ensues with some animals and yeah, talking wolves. Talking wolves. Which, which were do seem amazing. really funny. Yeah, yeah, they were and brilliant. It's, it's got a kind of Angry Birds Pixar vibe to it. Yeah. And it looks good. I, I probably would actually go and see this. Oh yeah, definitely. I think it's a it's a. Well, Andy Samberg surprised everyone this year with uh, pop star Never Stop Never Stopping. It actually critically did very well. Yeah. I've seen it. And it's actually a thoroughly good comedy. Looks kooky. Right. Looks fun. Yeah. I think Charlie, you gonna go yeah. see it? It's new refreshing. You gonna take a lady friend? That's what I was about to say. I think yeah. Storks is a movie to take yeah, your missus to. Definitely. Charlie and some girl who also doesn't talk gonna sit there and mime together. <laughs> some sort of miming foreplay. <laughs> That's You're going to need a lot of white gloves. That's what I'm going to say. <laughs> and now we move on to... You, any, uh, you know the expression. No glove, no love. No glove, no love. <laughs> <coughs> one day. No one, mime. Of them, one of them will be a gem. No one mime, day. no time. Yeah. So now we move on to, I believe it's Death Stars, isn't it? Yes, Death Stars. Celebrity uh, is no longer with us. It's a sad time. Yeah. It's a sad time because nobody actually died in this month. Well, nobody of note. But um, I want to talk about uh, Gloria de Heaven. Mm-hmm. She died on the 30th of July in Las Vegas, Nevada. And she started off as a bit player in Charlie Chaplin and Buster Keaton movies. Oh, Jesus. Way back in the early 30s. So she must have had a really, 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 really good long life. Mm. And she did. She did. So that's that. Oh. Her first... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> thank you, Guy. <laughs> Just laughing in the background. She first started off with uh, Charlie Chaplin in 1936. And then she started alongside uh, Fred Astaire in a film called Three Little Words, which I've actually watched. It's a 1950s film, and it's black and white, and it's brilliant. It's lovely. Got like a little romantic comedy going on there. It's what? Do you remember the film The Artist, the black and white film The Artist, that the silent movie? Like they brought him on there. They kind of based that on it. It's a lovely film. And uh, the last movie was in 1997. Flubber. She was in Flubber. No, she wasn't in Flubber. She was in <laughs> Out to Sea. With Jack Lemon and Walter Matthau. 
Oh, wow. Now, there's a cast for you. Uh, yeah, yeah. So she started in 36 and ended in 97. That's a long time. That's a, sick, that's that's a, a long time. Sick to be Lady only here because she's sleeping with producer. She's sleeping with producer. Yeah, so the Indiana Jones vibe all over it. <laughs> the next one I want to talk about is uh, Michael Camino. Mm-hmm. He was the director of what I think is De Niro's finest hour, to be honest with you. The Day Hunter. Yeah. He died on July the 2nd. Robert De Niro. At 77. Mm-hmm. Ironically, playing Russian roulette. He didn't. He didn't. <laughs> oh, that no, I think he passed away. Chris White t-shirt, redhead scarf. Yeah. The director that killed the United Artists. Yeah. Yes. Uh, still a good movie. Worth a note, I think. Sad yeah. times, sad times. And uh, uh, Gary Marshall as well. Yeah. He's also a director. He directed Happy Days, which kind of... Up until very recently, his most his last project that he worked on is a CISO comedy, which is like a comedy streaming service in America, called Take My Wife with Cameron Rhea, Cameron Esposito and Rhea Butcher, which are a gay comedic couple from the from LA. That's pretty damn cool. So um, very yeah, it's, it's actually a story of their life. So um, them two as travelling comedians and and being a married gay couple. Well, that, and that was the last thing he w- he properly worked on before. That he shoots into the ground. But I was going to say he well. also directed Pretty Woman. Yes. Yeah. So that kind of buries that into the ground. Cheers, Carl. Sorry. <laughs> so Gary Marshall, he also dead. Mm-hmm. He did. He did. <laughs> um, I want to talk about as well uh, Ken Barry. Do we all know who Ken Barry was? He made your childhood fucking magical. Ken Barry was the voice of Postal oh, Pat. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and everybody, see everybody's eyes twinkled for a second. Yeah. Yeah. Everybody remembers Postman Pat. Also wrote the theme tune. He did write the theme tune. Did, and he, sing, he, <laughs> did he sing the theme tune? It placed, it placed in the charts as well. <laughs> and I think it was around about 48th place it placed in the charts, the Postman Pat theme tune. So I think we should revisit that theme tune. <laughs> possibly hashtag it. Maybe put it into a movie with Helen Mirren starring. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Maybe Charles can do the well, Charlie can do the voice over. Who knows? But he died. But when I'm, I just want to talk about Ken, Bar- Ken Barry really quickly. Is <laughs> Postman Pat is never seen in the TV series without his helmet on, right? Never. He's always wearing his helmet. Now, does everybody remember Norman? Now, in the remake, Sly Stallone's going to play him. The first thing he's going to do is take, take his helmet. fucking helmet off. Because Sly Stallone ruins everything. <laughs> Bring back Curl Urban. One more dread. One more dread. So, Postman Pat never took his helmet off. Ever, 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 right? Norman, Ginger Steptiles, who mm. lived in the village, had no dad, had ginger hair. Mm-hmm. There is one picture you can see, almost like an Easter egg, in the background of Fireman Sam. He takes his helmet off, he has red hair. <laughs> and that's it. That's and, that's what, and then we're just going to drop the mic there. Drop the mic there, kids. <laughs> that's everything. Alright guys, I think we're going to wrap it up for the first half, 15 minute break, and we're back for round two, where all of you are more likely going to win prizes. Yay! We're back, second half of the show. Yay! The part where I drive the boat. Thank you. Bold! We will start off with going through the the prizes and the prize bag. Dan, what have you bought for the prize bag? Nothing. Nothing. Again. No, I'm joking. This evening, for this wonderful thing, I have brought one of my favourite movies, and you can judge me on this all you want. Yes. I have brought Death Proof. Yeah. I think <laughs> Kurt Russell, classic car, sexy time, women. By that small-time director, Quentin Tarantino. Yeah, he's not done anything of note recently. It's kind of been quite on the Tarantino front. 
been awful. I, I did like his version of Suicide Squad, though. You should go and look at it. It's on YouTube. Look it up. It's brilliant. So I brought that. I like it. I also brought another wonderful little movie, which I think kind of goes hand in hand. Yes. Yeah. You get to win Hobo with the Shotgun. Yes. Who doesn't like this movie? This movie is wonderful. I, I, I just, it's brilliant. You can turn it on, you can watch it and get into it, or you can leave it in the background and you're still going to laugh, and it's brilliant. It's based on a Grindhouse trailer. Exactly, you see? And see what I did there? And that's all yeah. about the amazing, the amazing two films that are Machete and Machete Kills. And Machete Kills in Space. In Space! Is possibly on the cover. Coming so. soon, kids. <laughs> and to enjoy these movies. Oh. What I always bring? Oh. A bag of popcorn. Which cannot be in the pub, <laughs> Which cannot be consumed in the pub. <laughs> because, you know, there are rules. But also to add to this, mm-hmm. I'll get you a pint. Oh! Oh. Throw some alcohol in there, kids. Yeah. So I'll win you over. Yeah. <laughs> it's my prize bag. Yeah. Now I want to Marcel Muscle. Alright, Charlie, what have you bought for your prize bag? Okay, in honour of Tom, nobody does all the um, really bad sort of movies. I decided to bring a couple of two really bad movies. Yeah. And one classical music. Alright, then what have you bought? I've bought The Big Bad Wolf, <laughs> which, to be fair, if anyone's ever seen Twilight, you know they're werewolves. This kind of hits the nail on the head. What's the synopsis on this? Let's have a look. Under pressure from his fraternity buddies, Derek Cowley steals the keys to his abusive stepfather's secret cabin for a weekend of girls and booze. It's all about the nookie. Sneaking outside for some private fun, that's uh, air quotes, kids, two of the guests are violently attacked by an unseen creature. The rest of the group must listen in fear as the beast hammers, hammers, at the cabin door, taunting them. In minutes, the cabin resembles a slaughterhouse from which Derek and his girlfriend Sam, that makes no sense, Struggle to escape. Thanks, Charlie. <laughs> <laughs> also got American Amy, which is all about a medical student who decides to do body modifications. It's actually not a bad. Film. Oh, I've actually heard about this. Yeah. Yeah. So it's, it's quite. That's her from Ginger Snaps. Yeah. Yeah. And also for the old classical one, I've got Night of the Living Dead. Yeah. Ah, classic. Mr. Riccardi, what have you bought for the prize bag? Only one movie. Cheap-ass motherfucker. <laughs> Are you the, bringing any oven DVDs? The reason I only brought one movie... I brought beer and popcorn. This, this movie is topical, and it's it's in wake of the late... Director. Director. Mike. Michael Simino. It'll be on the DVD it's, box, it's sir. The Deer Hunter, guys. <laughs> yeah! Great movie if you like uh, pressure and. Well, I felt bandanas. like I sport you guys with my prize bag this time. <laughs> I can bring other stuff. I've got books and stuff. If people want books, nobody um, reads books anymore, do they? Let's start, let's start off with one of the bigger prizes in here. I have a. Collector's figure of oh. Bowser from Whoa. Super Mario. I see Carl's going to be the Sigmund of this show. Yep. <laughs> a first print copy of The Dark Knight Returns, The Last Crusade. Oh. Yeah. This is the pre- This is set ten years before The Dark Knight. Um, Dark Knight Returns, and this is the last encounter with him and the Joker. Can I, Carl? Can I just see that for a minute? Yeah. Can I just <laughs> <laughs> Let me just skip Let's um, have a story time. My, Let's read my that old comic. traditional sweets that I've, they've managed to get back into the Poundland. So box of nerds for everyone. Yeah, Yay. because um, we are a box of nerds. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. 
couple of uh, small bits. Let's go with a cause light uh, bottle opener. You motherfucker! Chain. I know exactly <laughs> where you got that from. And a badge that says, "You are the goose to my." Don't know what this is from. This is Sorry. another thing we got from him. <laughs> you are the goose. Well, let me show. I'll, I'll tell you this. I can't remember where we got that from. That is Maverick. Yeah, that's you are the goose to my Maverick, and that was the Maverick brewery we went to uh, where we yeah. we drank their questionable tequila. Oh, yes. And decided to move along swiftly before we vomited for bile and actual vomit. <laughs> a and bile was good, kids. A bag of loads of sweets. Yeah. 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 And, of course, the traditional prize in my prize bag, the £15. <laughs> good for a year, ladies and gentlemen. All right, the first game... Looks like Carl. Uh, let's also see, let's also <laughs> see who... Right. I already dropped the badge. I'll get that in a minute. Uh, let's see who you're playing for this time round. Uh, shaky, uh, shaky, raffle, raffle. Shake, 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 shake. I don't know how. Quite a few raffle tickets here. Joe, choose yours. Literally a tomballer of raffle tickets there, kids. These will all go back in, so you all have a chance of winning every round, seeing as there's not that many guests this time. Oh, the tension. Alright. Cut it with a spoon. Dan, you're playing for? Number 57. 57? I got your back, bro. Air high five. There we go. Charlie, you're playing for? Number 58. 58? Me. You're playing for Guy? Please tell me you're... 60. 60? I I did give you one. If if everybody has 60, you're 60. Where did you put it? You're playing in your hand, hand, Duncan. (laughs) (laughs) Duncan, that thing at the end of your arm. It's holding a beer. That thing. I did give you your ticket. Did you leave the raffle ticket on the bar as a tip? Well, if seeing is 60 and no one else has called it, I think you're 60. <laughs> Duncan is 60. By default. By default. So it. Joe's playing for you. Good luck. Uh, first round prizes will be uh, Dan's prizes. Because they're shit. <laughs> <laughs> Co-host is always the Oh, no, that's round. right, they're not. Yay! First game we're playing is ABCD's Nuts. Oh. I give you guys a letter from a... I give you guys a letter from the word we're going to be spelling out, which is Suicide Squad. Oh. That awesome, awesome movie. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You also like Batman vs Superman. I will not stop mentioning it when you're in the room, Stu. Never. I don't have a problem with that. So all these, all the who movies we will be spelling out are superhero based or have a hero in them at least. Um, first letter is S, and we'll go with the start of the panel. So Dan, S. Uh, any superhero movie beginning with S? I'll go for Superman for the quest for peace. I've just got Superman written down. <laughs> well, screw you. <laughs> That's the title. All right, Charlie. Uh, you, any superior movie beginning with that you? Good luck, Charles. Fuck. We're all counting on you. <laughs> if not, you can just say any movie that begins with you. Because <laughs> that narrows it down. <laughs> okay. Uh, Underworld. Uh, no, I've got Ultraviolet. <laughs> <laughs> you can say any movie. Um, Iron Man oh. 2. i just got Iron Man. Ah, oh, see, <laughs> this is why I shouldn't try and be smart. <laughs> Alright, C. Superhero beginning with C. The the Cage of Ultra. (laughs) (laughs) Captain America. Captain America, the first Avenger. I win Captain America Civil War. Does that mean I lose? Yeah. (laughs) That's to be the one I've got written down here. Oh, okay, then I lose. I. Seems a bit unfair. It was a superhero movie, wasn't it? Yes, but it's not, but the, not one the one I you had. Oh. 
Maybe maybe say the rules properly beforehand. Have we played this game before? Yeah, but, I never, pay, but I never pay attention before. to you. That's good to know. Uh, Charlie, uh, the letter is I. Iron Man. Uh, I want the Incredible Hulk. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Thank you. Sorry. Incredible Hulk. Yeah, but I... Have to do, uh, well, this is going to be a damn short round. The incredible Hulk. Oh, yeah, there is the Incredible Hulk. The D. Next letter, Carl. D. Char- uh, Make sure you pick the one he was thinking of. <laughs> because if not, apparently, you lose. <laughs> oh, shit. Pressure's on. Daredevil. Uh, I want the Dark Knight. <laughs> That's yeah. the Dark Knight! Do you know how hard it is to find ones that don't have the? Then Daredevil! Then, then may I make it? Go down your half him! May I make a suggestion? Don't play this game. (laughs) (laughs) What, and just... Pick another game. Rock, paper, scissors. Musical chairs. I'll use the damn tiebreaker game. We'll play the Truman McClure game. Do you think that'll work better? I don't know. Don't get nobody in me just because you picked the wrong game to play. This has gone too far. PCP. (laughs) Rain it in. You're in charge now. Games is your section. What was the next letter? E. E. U. E. E. You or E? E. 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 You, the person, have got the letter E. Thank you for miming that. You, twat. (laughs) He mimed twat, he just pointed at his face, that was lovely. Um, E. Evangelion. Uh, I want the letter. This is like number one. <laughs> uh, S, Charlie. Uh, Spider Man. I was a superhero movie. Just because I'm a dick. Uh, apparently. You went with superhero uh, movie. movie. Is there actually one for this? Go on. Q. <laughs> oh my god. It's a little non sequel. It's called The Quex Men. We're all going to the Shura McClure game, I think. We're going to I think I've got an answer. Oh, this is the most fun I've ever had since I was on morphine. This is brilliant. Oh, God. I should have just gone with my favourite year. I don't know why I tried to mix it in. Quarantine. I couldn't think of any. There was not really one anyone giving me a cue, so I went with Queen of the Dan. You, Dan. Yes, what about me? The letter U, Dan. You, a film with you, Dan, in it. That's going to be from Thailand. Um, you. Um, I'll go for Underworld. I went with Underdog. <laughs> a true... Yeah. What was it? A true something story. Dodgeball. Underdog, a true... Yeah. Dodgeball. That was it, yeah. An Underdog no, the no, do- underdog. underdog, the flying dog movie. Super- yeah, yeah it's like Superman dog. How yeah. many drugs have you taken? <laughs> <laughs> Today? <laughs> we haven't got time for general, yeah. so yeah. Hey, Charlie. Uh, Avengers Age of Ultron. Charlie gets a point. It's a <laughs> yeah, Charlie! Yeah! You somehow found a loophole in Carl's weird logic when he finally said something. <laughs> Give me a movie with this letter in the title, but it can't be the movie you're saying. <laughs> right, good. And D, Joe. Uh, D, Joe. 
It's. I'm gonna give you now. It's probably not Dark Knight Returns. <laughs> Daredevil. No, it's Dark Knight Rises. Oh, my Mother! God! <laughs> the Dark Knight Rises. Doesn't care. Charlie won. So who, Charlie, who are you playing for? Guy. Guy wins. Right. Uh, Dan Brown. You're welcome, Guy. That's why I just did D. That's what yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so, Guy, can start with prizes. Your prizes, sir. I hope you enjoy them. Everyone's allowed to go back in because we've no one guests this time. So we're <laughs> back. Um, All right. Not that low. There's 40 people in the room, guys. Can we have a random cheer from the audience? <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like a lot to me. <laughs> <laughs> oh. oh, I hope I don't pick the number I picked before. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> All right, you're playing for Dan? I'm not telling you. Oh. <laughs> Frankly. After that round, I'm picking a number. You've got to guess it. But yeah, exactly. But it can't be. <laughs> I'm picking a number between one and a hundred, but it can't be any number you're thinking of. Yeah. It's, uh, sorry, sorry. Carl's got his look on of an angry mum who's had enough of the children. Uh, Fifty-nine. Fifty-nine. Hey. Playing for Sigmund. Mr. Sig. God bless you. Keep it. Fifty-eight. You're playing for Guy again. And Joe. Sixty-one. Stu. Stu Green. Uh, this is whose tagline is it anyway? I'm going to give you a tagline to a movie. These are all superhero movies again. It's just a running theme. Just go. Who are playing for? Uh, you're playing for Joe and um, Charlie's prizes. So all the DVDs. All the DVDs. All the DVDs. All right. Um, I expect we'll to see you in CEX tomorrow morning. So we'll go down the panel. Uh, Charlie wants. Charlie will go first. Can you um, explain to me how this game works? I give you a tagline, yeah. and then we'll go down the panel. If you get it right, we start going to the next one. If not, it passes on to the next. Okay. Heroes don't get any bigger. Heroes, uh, do, heroes don't get any bigger. Ant Man. That's a point to Charlie, it's Ant Man. The last time I played this game, I lost the stake. I can respect me. that. Um, uh, Dan, one man still has the edge. One man still has the edge. I want to say Blade 2, but that's not... Blade yeah, 2, you're correct. Yeah. Thank you very much. Sudden Gone. image of his uh, face. Joe, his curse will become his power. <laughs> Dan might have a clue on this one. But it can't be the one you're guessing. <laughs> <laughs> My first when is in doubt, just lean into it. <laughs> My first is in Zebra, but not in an Excalibur. <laughs> could, could you repeat that? His curse will not. become his power. Any time now. Dead air is great. It's lovely, isn't it? No. What, what you people at home can't hear is Charlie delivering the Hamlet long book. Uh, unfortunately not. Uh, d- uh, Dan. Oh no, Charlie. Sorry. Uh, the curse will become his power. It's not Incredible Hulk, is it? It's not Incredible Hulk. It's just what Joe said. <laughs> is it Dark Man? No, it's Ghost Rider. Oh. oh. Uh, we well, didn't say it in Nicolas Cage style. <laughs> his curse became his power. <laughs> I'm sorry. It's all right, yeah. Uh, starting with uh, Dan again. Thank you. Joe again. Sorry. Um, the first superhero from New Jersey. The first superhero from New Jersey. Is it though? <laughs> is it? <laughs> is it really? Yeah, you know it. I think I know it. I might be completely wrong. 
Again, it might not be the one I'm thinking. <laughs> and it's it's probably not. not. It's not the one he's thinking. <laughs> and it can't be the answer he's thinking. No. I don't, I don't know. I don't know. Pass. Yeah. Charlie, uh, the first superhero from New Jersey. Probably going to kiss myself. It's not Kick-Ass, is it? It's not Kick-Ass, no. He's from the streets, sucker. Dan? Is it Black Dynamite? It's not, it's the Toxic Avenger. Oh, fuck! <laughs> Sorry. Long live Toxic. Long um, live Toxic. Uh, final one, Sight and Joe again. A hero for all generations. I, I, no, I pass. I don't know. I'm under Charlie, Charlie the he- a hero for all generations. Pass. Dan? It's not... It's not Doctor Who. No, it's, no, it's Captain America, the first Avenger. Fuck. It's a tie between uh, Charlie and Dan, so we'll play the Troy McCure game. Marvellous. Uh, the Troy McClure games, I'm going to name out to read out the uh, roles a certain actor or actress has played. It is an actor this time. It's also known as, you might remember from. Um, such films as. Alright. My name is Blank. You might remember me for such characters as Cal. No? Ben Stone. No? No. Uh. Zach. Is this going by person or no, same actor, different roles? Cool. But the, I'm going for the more well-known role, least well, known, well-known. Um, Zach Brown. Oh. You can throw out any guess. I mean, next one. Yeah. R- Ronnie Bur. Uh, uh, ah. Ronnie Bernhard. No, no I'll Dale Denton. No. Paul? Sam Peck. Pardon? Seth Rogen. Seth Rogen. Well done. Well done, sir. Well done, Charlie. The next two were Mantis and then Seth Rogen because he plays Seth Rogen in uh, This Is The End. Fuck, it was Bernhardt that got me. I know that. I know know Bernhardt. Yeah. Uh, Dale Denton's uh, Pineapple Express. Oh, I didn't like that piece of shit. Zach Brown and Zach Amiri make a porno. porno. Uh, ben Stone is knocked up and Cow is from his first major appearance in 40-year-old virgin. Well, thank you for that brief bug. <laughs> History of Seth Rogen. Uh, that's everyone. So, um, all the, so the DVD, who won the DVD show you were playing for? Uh, 58. Guy. <laughs> guy, wins guy wins again! All the DVDs. All the DVDs. Everyone goes back in. The last game we're of now playing for the massive bag that is Carl. Sorry, that has Carl. <laughs> From Carl. With Carl? But it's not the bag I'm thinking In Carl. <laughs> and you can eat a popcorn while you decide which DVD you won't watch. <laughs> Don't start! Oh, thank you, dear. Is that mine? Is yes. It? Okay, good. Uh, uh, I'm playing for number 60. 58. Guy, Guy, could you give us an actor or actress with a large back catalogue to play Last Man Standing with, please? 
the game of Last Man Standing is we get the actual announcers, we have to name movies that they're in. I play along with this one because it's Nicholas generated Cage. by the crowd. Oh, Nicholas Cage oh, has been done on the show before. So is he. <coughs> Pick the next one. No, she's not good. <laughs> We can see the bees <laughs> quiver <laughs> in delicious anticipation. It's majestic. What about one of the stars from the DVD? Yeah. Quickly, Preferably quickly, look through one. your we, stack we of frogs. I have no idea who that is. going to be a hard for the, the younger ones. What, what Stuart's trying to say is pick Robert De Niro. <laughs> 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 I mean, I'm, it, I'm here to cut through the bullshit, so, you know. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you just see guy mouth <laughs> just word mouthlessly bollocks. <laughs> and he was still louder than Charlie. So. And I'm not saying it not I'm not saying what's in my set to you. They'll be really good with the considering the panel we have, sir. Okay, Robert De Niro. Robert De Niro yeah. it is. And I'm playing for number fifty seven. Yep. I'm playing for you. Uh Joe, you're playing for fifty nine. Hey! Good luck. I'm bad at this. Charlie? Uh, 61. And I'm playing for Duncan. Duncan. <laughs> who isn't number 60. <laughs> but apparently there's nobody else here. Name. Rule of uh, math. Charlie, you won the last game, so you go first. Any, any film with Robert De Niro? Okay, uh, Midnight Run. Midnight Run, very good. Uh, would you mind, someone mind being on IDB to check, double check these for us? Thank you. Uh, Dan? I will go with Taxi Driver. I will go with Analyze This. The Deer Hunter. Marvelously played, Joe. Marvelously no, played. That's not the film I was thinking of, Joe. <laughs> <laughs> New rule. New rule. <laughs> uh, the good fellows. Analyze that. Just, uh, no, analyze this. I, I said this. Analyze, analyze this and analyze yeah, this. I will go with the film where he's a whoopsie. I'll go with Stardust. Nice. <laughs> Casino. Fuck. Send me a lifeline. I don't, mm -hmm. I don't think fuck. Oh, yeah, but by the way, lifelines. The people you're playing for are also your lifelines. No, I can't remember oh. you do it because I'm a lifeline, so someone else has to join that. Oh, yeah, I'm a lifeline. Everyone's a lifeline because there's no people. <laughs> 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 hey! There's loads of people, they're just really quiet. No conferring. I'm not conferring. Charlie, your turn. The grudge match. The grudge match, yeah. I will go with Bad Grandpa. Oh. <laughs> Didn't say I liked it. No. <laughs> Just said he was in it. Thank you. I'm going to go with Raging Bull. Meet the Fuckers. Ah, that was a kind of one. Meet the Fuckers 2. This Boy's no, Life. Ah, uh, no, wait, uh, yeah. That's an incorrect title, unfortunately, yeah. Charlie. Charlie, you're out. Charlie's out. This Boy's Life. Boy's Life. I will go with Meet the Parents. Fuck you. Yeah. Are you going to your lifeline? Oh, man. Because looking at him hoping he'll mouth something to you. No, no, no. I'm, I'm, I'm just trying to think of one. But I'm I just trying to think while I look at my lifeline. Mouth <laughs> words at him. Joe, just so you like know, that I girl in the opening Joe, scene of Jaws. So you know, if I'm standing this way around, you might have got away with it. <laughs> Visual <laughs> jokes on a podcast. <laughs> right. Hey, I thought I did quite well. I mean, let's not continue. Oh. Once upon a time in America. Yeah. Yeah. 
A Bronx Tale. Ah, The Adventures of Rocky and Bullwinkle. Motherfucker! <laughs> I bought that at my ass. Good job. Wuss and I will need my lifeline now. Silver Linings Playbook. Silver Linings Playbook. I will go with The Godfather Part 2. I will go with Little Fuckers. That was the one. Yeah, I was trying to enjoy that one. <laughs> oh, sometimes I let them wait until it circulates. You have 109 choices today. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> the man has done. Thank you, guys. The man has done a movie or two. Uh, what, what did you say? He said a lot of things. <laughs> he said a lot of things about a lot of people. He said The Godfather Part 2. Oh. It's your turn. Yeah, I thought it was your turn. That's my turn. I'm sorry. You, you, no, geez, you just got oh, you Silver Lane. Silver Lane. Oh, yeah, yeah. And, then and then I said The Godfather yeah, Part yeah. 2. Yeah. And then oh. it's back to you, oh, Dan. Oh, so he he and then he said. Little little and I just said Little Fuckers. Yeah, yeah. So it's me. Oh, so it I'm, I'm trying to think. Yeah. Well, I'm glad I'm, I'm glad I'm taking part. <laughs> I'm sweating right now, guys. It's because uh, you're Italian. Yeah. Oh, something similar with Robert De Niro. Yeah, I know. And I'm still going to let him down. He must have been an extra in one of them. No, no biggie, but guy's on it, so. Um, pressure, Joe, pressure. Sorry, no pressure, Joe. No pressure. I'm really trying hard. No pressure, Joe. <laughs> <laughs> ah! Heat. <laughs> the intern. Cape while you're playing this game, Carl? Sorry, chicken was crying. Well then ask. Other people there watch it. Thank you, sir. We, we, have, we may have to rush you for time. I'm going to have to tap out. I'm sorry. I'm really sorry. And it comes down to us. Like it normally does. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, welcome once again to the Everton Harity. That is the PCP, <laughs> Popular Culture Podcast. With me as always is my co-host, and I'm Dan Chapman. <laughs> I will say the comedian. Ah, Isn't that the king of comedy? Yeah, sorry. King yeah. Of comedy. No, he's in the comedian as well. No, king of comedy. Then I'm out. Carl's won. I win. Carl wins. Which one? Brazil. Brazil. Did we say taxi driver? Yeah, yeah I said taxi driver. Anyone we missed? Jackie uh, Brown. Brazil. Jackie Brown. Godfather. Godfather Part Three. What happens in Vegas? Last, 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 yeah. Last I said part two. 
Because I was like, if I say part two in the no, middle, no. nobody the else will. The 58. Who was yeah. I playing? I always forget that he plays young. 58. Was I playing for you? Yes, he was. Ah oh, yes, 57 was the other one I picked out. Yeah, so, Woo! the big prize bag is yours. Thank you very much. The last bit is, uh, is plugs. Uh, Dan, I'll pass it over to you for the first battery of plugs. For the first battery of plugs, as, as Carl likes to say, somebody find a wall socket for this massive plug. <laughs> I would like to plug. You go on Twitter right now. You look at underscore pop culture pod. You will find the pop culture pod where we will discuss everything geekery, messy, Sci-fi, everything, everything, comic books, TVs, movies, me and Carl, one of us, both of us are nerds, one of us is smart, that's Carl, one of us is loud. You can also find us at on Facebook, at uh, Facebook, forward slash, pop culture pod. No, pod, pop culture. Sorry, pop culture, because you have to be difficult. <laughs> we're on Instagram as well. I'd also like to plug the pub we're sitting in right now, which is the Dog and Bull, which is in central Corden, has the largest bay garden. You have ever fucking seen? Recently on the ITV... Oh yes, I was recently on the ITV because we had a beer blessing. But I would really, really, quite frankly, like to big up Mr. Carl Rowland. I'm going to plug Carl Rowland because he is a fucking don. That didn't come out right. I've already had sex with him. And let me tell you now, Joe, have you ever been in a Turkish bath? Yes. It's nothing like that. Have you ever seen a grown man nigger to me? Have you ever wrestled? I've had an, an enormous amount of fun. I yeah. want to big up Tom. Yeah. I want to big up Off the Reels Live. I want to big up the out, uh, uh, reviews from the Outer uh, Rim. The most recent um, reviews from the Outer Rim, we had Paul Davis on, and they reviews Texas Chainsaw Massacre, which is a very interesting show. Uh, Charlie, do you have any plugs? Uh, no Shut problem. the fuck up, Charlie. <laughs> 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 I'm kidding. Do you, no, do you got anything coming up? DJing? You're not uh, DJing no. anywhere, Charlie? No, DJing this Friday down the ship. Okay, yeah. Any Where's the ship, Charlie? I don't know. I'm not from Croydon. Up on the high street. On 47, high high street. Street. 47, 47 high, high street. 47 high street. Yep. And Joe, do you want to use your I'm usual plug for the ladies? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I am available and I am willing. <laughs> <laughs> I'm single, guys. Gammon. Guys and girls. <laughs> and I'm just running out. Ooh! Um, that wasn't no. the kind of reveal I was hoping for. <laughs> the, <only, laughs> the only thing that Ladies and gentlemen, and off the reels live first. We have somebody who have finally decided to embrace their true calling in life. On Pride Weekend as well. On Pride Weekend! Sort of a tie, ladies and gentlemen. Thank you so much. Sucking cocks in 37. I've got two things to plug. The first one is the Green Monocle podcast that I do with my friend Nick Whitbread and now our new co-host Jody, a.k.a. The Girl. Woo! No longer a sausage fest on my network. <laughs> 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 fest he kids. got some tan, kids. <laughs> I didn't get tan. Let's not put that out there. And uh, the other thing I'll, I'd like to promote is, um, unfortunately, due to um, an opportunity for a better guest and a better comic books table, we're moving our Comic Con that was going to be in the ship in October to next March. But it does mean we have an amazing guest that I can't announce just yet. But it, I guarantee you now, it will titillate, scintillate. And excite because we're waiting on some very important news for that. Person. Yes. Uh, oh, shots and shots. Helen Mirren. It's Helen Mirren. <laughs> Hashtag Helen Wheels. Come on now, let's <laughs> get it together. Uh, I'd like to thank my guests. I'd like to thank Dan for co-hosting with me. I'd like to thank Charlie and Joe for giving a round of applause, please. They were brilliant. <laughs> I would uh, like I mean, to apologise to Tom. <laughs> 
Our next show will be the first week in September. Yep. Um, follow us on Twitter at Off the Rails Live. Follow me on Twitter at Halfline1989. Um, that's it. Uh, thank you all for coming, and see you next month. Yeah. <laughs>